Gaming on the Frontier. This is Trav. And this is Jonathan. Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier, your podcast of going out for a fun, fun time and finding you're in the middle of a horror show. Or Jurassic Park. Or I both. I know what you did last summer. And it wasn't <laughs> the Tilt-A-Whirl. Was it? Anyways, welcome to Gaming on the Frontier. This week we are talking about uh, follow-up on a subject we talked about a little earlier, which were called to Melbourne Entertainment Worlds. And uh, this was uh, for any of the more science fiction-y type, but, it, you know, really it could take place in modern day because we've seen movies about people who set up really weird theme parks and stuff like that, and then, you know, which are all so much fun, and then something terrible goes wrong. See, I can see um, the Termeller doing that. They decide, okay, we're going to monitor sentient beings' responses to this. And what we're going to do, we're going to have this thing. It comes in. It scans your mind. It reads what it is. And then you get sent down a hallway. Let's say there's a group of 80. Well, then there's eight hallways, and you each get a tailor-made scare run it's all the stuff that because the the computer walked through you walk through the portal the computer read your mind instantly generates the thing that will just scare the mess out of you and the termellern might have done it or the commonwealth might have done it as even like a training exercise oh we're gonna see just how much our you know people can handle and this and that well when unita comes through it's gonna be oh this is like some type of attraction they're they're gonna realize wait a minute this is basically a training simulator to measure responses to see how uh how much mental fortitude you have so yeah. they may misread it. it it's like no this, oh, what a horror theme park especially designed no this was to train like their soldiers and stuff yeah <clears throat> okay well that brings us to the the point i've been trying i've been not saying up to now which is is that you know I mean, we know that, you know, the Tamellerns are supposed to be these really, you know, gooey, uh, you know, friendly, you know, uh, sweetheart types, okay? Uh, but we also know that they can be manipulated by some of the other races, because uh, uh, that happened. Uh, and, but also the Commonwealth itself, I mean, it doesn't take that much in order for you to get accepted into the Commonwealth, all right? You know, it's the, the criteria, there's three criteria, and so not everybody's going to be at the same ethical level, let us say. All right. And so you might run into one of these worlds that is, you know, let's say one of these less morally, uh, uh, you know, upright groups. And they're being fueled by the technological supremacy of the Tabellan culture. Well, that, that means that they, they could they could skirt that edge of of, uh, you know, of decency a lot closer than maybe the Tamellers themselves would. So, you know, if you go to a Commonwealth, you know, entertainment world or, you know, then it might not be quite as as uh, fuzzy nice as you might have expected, especially if it's there specifically to scare you. If, you know, the, the whole intent of this world 
you know, as as Jonathan said, was this is this is scare world. Okay, you come here to get scared. Okay, it's not you, you knew it coming in. This is to give you that nice little adrenaline boost. It's what you signed up for. But, of course, we're coming in through the fringe pass, which means, you know, we're not going through the front door. We're coming in the side, and, you know, as soon as the system realizes, you know, so it's not, you know, it's it's going to just basically start scanning us and doing the things it's supposed to do. And we're never really, we're never going to get the introductory talk. We're never oh gonna get the, yeah, uh, that's you know, right. Because we're not going to get we're not going to get the safe words, <laughs> right? Those things because we're just a bunch of engineers that are there to fix you know the toilets or something. Yeah, that's right. When things come through, yeah, the whole thing in the port. This is something that that it just now hit that yeah these portals that they come through and you you see that with the locations where they are yeah they're not meant to be public areas and then you're thinking well why do you have a portal then like you have certain worlds that have a portal that appear like oh right in the middle of a town or if you want to be these to be maintenance ways yeah that huh Wait, and especially a theme park world, yeah, those back doors wouldn't be to the front door of the attraction. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, this just all clicked together just now. See, folks, again, you know, I've been doing this 11, 11 and a half years now, and I'm still figuring out and learning new stuff. But yeah, it just, yeah, you wouldn't be getting the nickel tour if you came in through the fringe portal. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, more likely, yeah, you're ending up where they usually needed the engineers and technicians to arrive. Yeah, which means, yeah, you know what you're supposed, what? You're not an engineer. You're supposed to know what's going on. You came in through the engineer, the engineering tube. Yeah. And they're, they're just going, I, 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 I. Take me to your leader. What? What? Yeah. What Obviously, leader? you're a lost tourist. Go back over there. Yeah, no, it's, uh, <laughs> we'll bring the guide to take you back onto the path. Yeah. But of course, the guide never shows up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, need, I need a break from that little revelation. Anyways, Jonathan, yeah. Uh, so, and, and the last idea I'd had as far as, um, working as intended, but still going to scare the pants off you are going to be the disaster parks where these are worlds where you get to relive the, the eruption of Pompeii up close and personal. Right. You know, that's, that's a problem I've always had with Fringeworthy and people always try to, they, they do it in all the alternate earth things is you come through and you end up like right there at a disaster, like. It could, you know, it could have happened at any time. You know, you do time shifting and whatever like that. But for some reason, when you walk through the portal, you're there right in the middle of a disaster of epic proportions. What are the odds, right? Fairly good if it's one of these parks. It's, yes, that's the. Yeah. Damn it, John! This is the fifth volcano t- this month. What what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they want you know these these earthquakes or whatever to happen a lot. Okay, so they're either going to happen naturally or they're going to happen because of deep substrate, uh, you know, macrosonic projectors that are causing the earthquakes to happen. You know, and meanwhile, you know, the mice come out at night and rebuild, you know, you know, reinforce the buildings to, you know, to compensate for the, uh, you know, the stresses and the structural damage and stuff like that. So it never quite totally falls down. You know, but it's still there. And, you know, and you're, so yeah, you're constantly in the, you know, there's eruptions coming on. There's lava. It flows through town every day. 
it's like you catch it's, the twelve o'clock uh, lava flow. And- right, you know, and of course, if you if you're really gonna have fun with it, okay. So you have a, a volcano that erupts on a glade, you know, on on a completely um, frozen top mountain. Okay, so the first thing that happens is you got this enormous water flow comes down first, and then it's followed by the secondary big explosion with the pyroclastic cloud, you know, and the, then the lava. Oh, so yeah. it's just, 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 you know, and of course, all the whole time, you know, everything is shaking, you know, like you're inside of a mix master. So yeah, it's, and, and you're all, and, and, you know, a thousand years ago, they're all been Whoa, this is fun. <laughs> getting out there and, you know, roller skating around on their zero grab Marty, uh, uh, Marty McFly hoverboards, yeah. Marty yeah. McFly, Marty McFly hoverboards because the ground can shake, but they're okay because they're up, they're just above it, you know, and everything's cool. And those are even maybe laying around, but nobody knows what they are, so no one's using them, right? Oh yeah. So, and and yeah. you know, of these, you know, you're probably you're perfectly safe as long as you got like the environmental belt that they give out for free in the in the lobby that you know, haven't been repaired in a thousand years. Right. Or if you, you know, stay in the lobby, you know, you're probably fine. Yeah. They, they, you have the, you have the force belt on. So if like a big rock is falling on top of you. It appears, you know, for a second and deflects the rock off to the side, but, but you don't have that on. But yeah, you, you step out of the side of that lobby at the wrong time and you are a part of that disaster now. Yep. And I would say like in these worlds, the, the, the buildings will be built to last. The building itself or, you know, your lobby or you know, hotels or whatever like that, they are going to, yeah, they're going to be fine because they're built to withstand repeated disasters. But you're still going to probably, at least that very first time, if you don't know what's going on and you say, oh, this looks like a hotel. It looks very nice. Maybe we'll stay here for the night. And then volcano eruption. You're going to be scared. Yeah. And there's no concierge to call and say, what do we do? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And of course, disasters. I mean, it could be anything. I mean, it could be wildfire, flood, volcano, earthquake. Um. Certainly anything big or anything like, again, anything of historical importance, you're going to see the Yellowstone caldera blow up. Yeah, you're going to be there for the, the Chicxulub meteor impact, uh, the Chicxulub crater. Where's that I think at? It, if I'm not mistaken, I, I can make sure I'm not mis, uh, wrong on this, but I think that's the one that we say took out the dinosaurs. Oh! And oh. Mesoamerica. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. That one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be wrong on that. Or no, you get to sit there and relive, oh, what it's like to be ground zero at the 1902 Tunguska blast. <laughs> I'm in the show, man. I'm in the show. <laughs> well, right. But again, you know, you're supposed to be wearing this belt. So when that 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 wave of, of, of water, that that super blast of, of, of air comes whipping along, okay, it basically knocks you up into the air. Okay, and you get carried along with it, tumbling, flipping, whooping it up the whole way. Okay, you know, they've turned off your uh, nauseous, you know, centers in your brain so it doesn't make you sick, you know, and you and and then you've you finally, you know, uh, clears and you can see the world's in ruin, you know, and you slowly go back down to the ground again and go back to the entertainment center and says, thank you very much. 
He says the next show is in two days because that's how long it's going to take us to put the world back together. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and then and and there you are in the in the deparkation uh, uh, lounge, and you're not going to go home because the big system isn't operating. Okay, and now you're going to have to figure out some way of getting back to where the portal is. So you can try to get out before the the big event happens the next in two days. So you got you got that going for you. you. May get stuck there forever, you know, constantly trying to get back and not being able to, you know. So I I get one mile closer toward the portal, and the disaster knocks me three miles back every two days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What yep. is it? The further I go, the behinder I get. Yeah. Yep. You know, and it would make sense, of course, that they wouldn't have one big embarkation. I mean, this would be like literally it's it's like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You know, they they have the 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 restaurant at the end of the universe. Okay, people go there to the restaurant to see the end of the of the universe occur. Okay, so and then it grinds itself back twenty four hours through time, and then goes and does it again. So you know, there's if you're doing an entire world like this, then you're going to have you know, a certain amount of area where, you know, this, this happens and you probably have multiple embarkation centers and things like that. So really, you know, you get to have more of a personalized experience, you know, uh, could also depend on the, it's really up to the GM, how far, you know, she wants to take this as as far as making just this crazy thing. But yeah, you know, it, it would be pretty terrifying, you know, to be onslaughted by, you know, uh, one thing after another, you know, uh, pe- you know, not knowing that these people, you know, the, these are robots, you know, uh, that are running away from the disaster and looting and doing all kinds of things like that, you know, and, and that the, the messages that are coming on, of course, were all pre-recorded, you know, long time ago. And of course they're setting this in some alternate earth's past it's not the future so you it's also you also get that kind of like you know it's 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 happening now but it's in the past so you know it's it's kind of that cool retro kind of feeling and i'm just saying is it's up to the gm to to basically how far do you want to take this uh but yeah definitely the 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 adventure doesn't really start until the, the world blows up at least one time and you end up surviving it and end up over at the uh the embarkation center realizing you can't leave through there oh. <laughs> so. you have to somehow you have to get back to where you were before the next time it happens because, so that, because of yeah. course the portal is right next to ground zero because that's the part that's going to need the most maintenance yeah yeah. No, I'm sitting there just imagining this as you're hearing the pre-recorded message, and I'm reminded uh, Buckaroo Banzai, John Lithgow, as he's there getting ready, <laughs> please uh, extinguish all the smoke and material and uh, <laughs> keep all of your hands and feet inside the ride at all times. Or no, I'm, I'm just thinking of Cedar Point, the, the same speech that people have to give like 90 times a day. Please keep your arms and hands inside the ride and well, enjoy the rest of your day. Everyone wants someone says and tentacles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep your appendages here. We'll, we'll all we'll, your appendages. We'll, we'll be include. We'll be inclusive here. Appendages, yeah. extremities, and enjoy your te- rest of your day here at Disaster World. Yeah, and it's that same voice. Just over remember, and over. It's just, you're not having a good time if it isn't a disaster. Right, exactly. <laughs> Why am I reminded of the, the the old thing? Miracle Motors, if that car is running, it's a miracle. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. 
Mm. Well, I just remember the one about Ford. If you drive a Ford, you drive the best, but you drive one day and walk the rest. (laughs) Oh, no. See, having been in the automotive aftermarket, I know all the acronyms for the various cars, and I will not bring up Pontiac. We will just not go there. Okay. Um, Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's ones for all the different models, you know, or makes. The, I just don't know. It, I just don't know them all. Yeah, and just, yeah, and yeah. Those. That's one of the things I carried away from 27 and a half years from NAP. All these acronyms. I'm like, wow. I was not paying attention apparently. Uh, <laughs> but no, these disaster worlds. As I said, they could be and and could go nuts with this, folks, because, yeah, you could pick. I mean, just look through a history book. I mean, you could be there, as I said, at the, to, the, the 19, was it 1902 or 08 for Tunguska? It was 1908. 1908 Tunguska Blast, Pompeii, Krakatoa, the 1902 San Francisco earthquake. Um, Oh, God. Uh, that one where the... Uh, uh, Oh, the ship uh, full of chemicals blew up in the harbor. Oh, jeez. Remember that one? When was this? I I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was this yeah, one where and- there was this ship full of, you know, literally full of uh, oil and, uh, and, and and nitrites, you know, for chemicals, okay? And there was, it was like giant you know, container, not container ship, but, you know, big cargo ship. And, like, it caught on fire. And... And no one realized, you know, I mean, they, you know, and they couldn't get it out and it just went and it just went like a mile in air. And the water, of course, doesn't really matter that much, but a, a mile in the harbor, in in, in the, the dock area, something like that, everything was flat, okay, for like a mile. And of course, beyond that, seriously damaged and stuff. So it was the closest thing to a nuke that a few places have ever experienced. But yeah, so that, you know, you could be anywhere in that area. And of course, the, you know, when they, uh, you start hearing this message and they start saying, you know, he says, says, you know, we just heard that, you know, that, that there's a, a ship full of chemicals, you know, that is about to explode and it will probably destroy every building within a mile. If you are south of, you know, uh, you know, uh, 240th Street, you will die. Quick, get out of that area! And then, of course, everyone's starting to run, and you're starting to run. You know, it's like you know, uh, are you going to try to get a car? Are you going to knock that guy over and steal his steal his uh, bicycle? You know, or are you just going to try to beat feed it in in time? You know, so if again, I could, the, if yeah. I could bicycle out, bicycle an explosion. <laughs> Well, if you're outside the range. Uh, yeah, but yeah. still, just <laughs> have to have elephant legs to do something like that. Jeez. Um, but no, I, as I said, I mean, just look through a history book of, you know, I mean, I'm sure you could, you know, world's greatest disasters, natural disasters. I'm sure, you know, JFGI and just, you know, just freaking Google it. And it'd give you ideas for campaign worlds that, yeah. for the, for fringe-worthy and just, oh, yeah, no, this is a earthquake world. Over in this area, we have the San Francisco earthquake. We have this earthquake over here. Oh, City Fire World? Okay, it's, you know, Mrs. O'Leary's cow and the Chicago fire there, and, you know. Right. Here, here's here's the one where it basically started in the, uh, and I'm making this one up, it started in the sewers, okay? Or the town was built over top of the, uh, of the, the coal mine, and the coal mine caught on fire and basically, eru- you know, basically co- the, the entire town collapsed into the coal fire, you know, the mine fire. So at some point, everything is going to collapse down into, you know, at least a, uh, 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 to some flaming pits, 
okay, the entire town is going to do this. And, uh, you know, and you're, you suppose, you know, you, uh, you know, you, and, and maybe, you know, you have a, uh, there's places that have like flashing lights on them. And those are like the few places that are still going to be strong. You know, if you get there, you know, when they collapse, they're still going to be safe. You know, but then at the end of that, you know, as you're waiting for, you know, to be retrieved so they can rebuild the town and all that stuff, that never happens. So, uh, and then all of a sudden, now you have to escape the uh, rebuilding uh, machines that are going to try to put everything back the way they were. And it's not going to pay attention to keeping you alive. So you're going to now have to escape the ongoing onslaught of the restructuring machines. So, yeah, fun, fun. That just made me think of the... um... The demonic invasion attraction on Disaster World. That's for the fantasy fans. Oh, yeah. You could totally or go for those, those Or for those alternates, you know, where magic and all that is real. Yeah, yeah. There's Zombie lots. apocalypse, you know, disasters. Right. And some of those some of those demons have actually been around for a thousand years. They're still they're 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 still collecting their paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those, they're not they're not robots, they're actors. Yeah. And maybe as long as, and maybe they have a contract going that as long as they're working for the park, they don't have to go back to hell. Yeah, that's So they're good. really motivated to keep the park going. Yeah. And doing their jobs really well. No, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't turn it off. No, no, we're good. Trust me, we're good. No, no, no. The whole, going back. the whole zombie thing or even the demon thing. It's the line from uh, Beetlejuice. Well, make, what makes you so, you know, a bioexorcist, what makes you, what, 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 what are your qualifications? Well, I did study at Juilliard, and I've watched The Exorcist 145 times, and it gets funnier each and every time I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Still waiting for Beetlejuice 2, folks. Yeah. Oh, oh, I so much. I would so much love that. But, but yeah, it, it just, I, I could see these demons going, you mean I get to just scare these people and you guys will just like find souls from worlds that, you know, these people have died and you'll just transport and, you know, you feed us and we just act. Yeah, sure. Okay. Because the Tremelin, yeah, if, if you know that they're going to have some type of soul transference device, I mean, it just, it, they, they have that type of ability. And they, they could do that. You know, the okay, these people died on this world. You know, it was a cataclysm on this world. And, you know, okay, we'll just transfer the souls via the big system. And they probably have like a soul generator, or not a generator, like a soul battery. So, and that's when, yeah, imagine when the demons start getting, you know, they realize, wait a minute, we've run a lot of souls here. We're, we're supposed to be. And then the demons are like, no, <laughs> we're going on strike. That means we're killing anybody who comes to these portals. Yeah, no, I could see all that, all sorts of wrong just yep i i the demonic invasion one yeah that that's or no the good thing about that is you're more likely to run into people that'll tell you the truth (laughs) about what's going on yeah yeah because they're they're because they realize that something has gone wrong and they're stuck there so you know but how are you going to get this this big red red you know horny d with horns, I should say. Demon with horns, uh, you know, how can you trust him or her? I mean, they're uh, demons, you know? And well, if you, have anybody- you see, devil, uh, d- 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 depending on, you know, devils and demons, you know, the, the ones that have the contracts, they go by the letter. So they're going to be truthful. They're just bend the truth to try to, you know, get that loophole. They may tell you the truth. They may be truthful with you, but yeah. <laughs> it's in their nature to essentially uh, 
not reveal the truth, though they will follow their contracts to the letter, the letter of the law, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm going by, you know, D&D and Pathfinder, how the devils are lawful evil and the demons are chaotic evil. You know, the devils are the ones that are going to, you know, make you sign the contract in your own blood. Yeah, we'll do this for you and then we get your soul when you're done. Yeah. yeah. And of course, most people don't read the fine print. That's, you know, but that's the same, the devils in the details, you know. Right, but you know, if you if you looked at Bureau Thirteen, lots of things that you summon are perfectly happy eating a goat or uh, you know a, a a big pile of snack cakes or anything. You know, it's not always your soul. It's not yeah, it's not always blood or your soul. Sometimes they're willing to accept a lot less. Yeah, how hard it is to get a good pilsner down in hell. <laughs> All I want is a beer. Yeah, a beer and a nice cigar. Yeah. See, here here's the problem: is that there's no there's there's no regular bread. There's no donuts. There's no nothing like that because the you know because hell has outlawed the phrase and he will rise. <laughs> good night, everybody. We're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that was a good one. Oh, okay. This is an audio medium, so I will describe this. I'm pinching the bridge. Of my I've taken my glasses off and I'm pinching the bridge of my nose with thumb and forefinger. Shaking my head, just bad, <laughs> bad Bruce, bad Bruce. Oh God, you got to strike while the iron is hot. Oh wow, that opportunity will not come probably for a long, long time. <laughs> Good, yeah. And then our last, <laughs> type yeah, of you can feel safe now. <laughs> our last type of disaster world is the pun world. Yeah, right. Oh no, yeah, 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 oh no, yeah. oh that. See, now that's a terrible challenge for the GM. Oh boy, boy. It's, Oh yeah, that's that's gonna be rough. Okay, so give me some examples. When you say puns, you mean where something happens because it's it's a reference to a famous pun, or do you mean everybody talks in puns? Oh, it would have to be both. It would have to be everybody talks in puns, and just random pun themed environment around you. It would almost be a, a Alice in Wonderland type of environment. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be. A lot of work for a GM to just and and when they realize and when the players get the pun, you're just going to get that look from everybody at your table. Or if you're doing remote gaming like I've been doing, just dead silence. Just and then just really, we've been doing three hours on that. Really, Ugh. and you loved every second of it. Yeah, yeah, and you guys played it for three hours. That was the part that enjoyed that. You went along with it for three hours because we just not figured it, for it out. Five minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ugh. No, it's a, it, you know, as soon as you say I quit, you're supposed to get shunted back to the fridge path. I don't understand what happened. Yeah, none of you said no. What what was the? It, it it's these memes that you see now on Facebook where they they end with you know it's a bad joke or a pun and they'll say in parentheses, please don't delete me. Yeah, those type of <laughs> yeah. You know, it's okay. like why why couldn't the green pep why couldn't the green pepper be an archer? Didn't habanero? You know, things like that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those ones. Yes, yeah. and now the cosmic balance has been restored. Mr. Sheffer, we are. <laughs> well, that's fine. Yeah, okay, yeah. We're on level to play. Fair field. enough. Yeah, level Fair to play enough. field. Okay. But yeah, disaster world, as I said, just, oh no, you just go nuts with that one. Yeah, just, and I mean, again, that could be more the Commonwealth, you know, testing their, their people and, you know, straddling that moral line like Bruce mentioned earlier. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's amusing. Yeah, you get, you know, the endorphins and all that running, you know, running from the disaster and all this, and you get the blood pumping, and yeah. You know, I almost died. Yeah, but your heart rate's up. Get away from it. Yeah. <laughs> you are ready for your 
aerobic workout now. Yeah. That's right. You, you'll be happy to know that you've lost 2,000 calories in yeah. the last hour. <laughs> says another, in another 23 days, you'll have lost, you'll be down to your target weight. And you'll have put on another 20 pounds of muscle. So basically a horror slash fitness world. Oh, I can Lord. see it. And see uh, those, yeah. those people are sadists to begin with, right? I mean, they're, they 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 look at your suffering and they see it as a path to excellence. We we are not right? we are not no. bad mouthing the fitness industry here. No, folks, we're not. Right? But no, I'm just no, saying no. though is that if you're a personal trainer, you all you're going to hear all day long is oh this really hurts. I don't know if I can do it. Something like that. And you just gotta you know and you just gotta steal your soul against those and say well he says uh you uh either you you know either you do it or we're gonna have to add another 20 you know another 100 reps and you're gonna have to do lighter weight twice as much oh i don't think i can do that either well make your choice one or the other pick take your, your poison pick. yeah it's like mm-hmm. oh okay oh, i'm almost done doing this i'll keep doing this all right then let's go let's do it so i mean that's what they do you know and then at the end of it of course you know they show you that yes you know they show you your progress and things like that and you know but in the moment they have to be real sobs because that's what they do yeah that's what what you hired them to do yeah to push you yeah yeah to be your you know basically your backbone you know to get it done so a lot uh, easier to do that when the you know your customer is afraid for their life yeah yeah say hey you know we're going to do a 20 mile run and there's going to be, you know, velociraptors of doggy air steps the entire way. So <laughs> it's like, you know, you've got, uh, you know, a mile a minute. You got to a 20, uh, no, that's, 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 two, that's, that's 60 miles an hour. <laughs> okay. You've got like five really? hours. You get five hours to get to the next checkpoint. Okay. You know, the, the next safe house is there. But don't worry. I'm coming along with you. It's like, no, no, no. I can see it now. It's like you get the Fitbit, you know, the 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 training watch. I I fur got me one for Christmas, and I've been wearing it. And I can see now you're wearing this, and it's like you know. It, it, let's say your trainer, your motivator is like this little AI globe. My heart beats 125. Yes, but you're you're exceedingly fit now. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you were running fast. Yeah, the Fitbit melted. Yeah, your point. Yeah. That raptor almost took my leg off, but he didn't. But he yeah. did, and it's yeah. it's a lot healthier now. But look at but look at them glutes and those uh, calves on you. Shut up. <laughs> those girl, those the you know, your your uh, you know tar- targeted uh, you know uh, partners are are going to just be aching for you. So not as much as they're aching now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and not to mention how much I'm aching. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. No, it just the the yeah fitness world. There we go. That's what these horror that that's what these horror and disaster worlds are. In the end, you find out. Oh, here's your heart rate. Here's your blood oxygen content. Here's this. You know, and you're you know, and you you burn this many calories, and you're just looking at this like really <laughs> all that. Yeah. These Termelern were sick sons. Of, you know, yeah. Just yeah, or just adrenaline junkies. Well, that too. Yeah, they they could be you know along lines of that where it's well, no, I I would see that again as probably more Commonwealth type stuff again. You know, not so much skirting that moral fine line, but just yeah, this is how we keep fit. Really, by getting the holy mess scared out of you. Yeah, it's good. It's good run, for the heart. We run from Jason in the campground for you know a few weeks. Yeah, and now I'm thinking, yeah, it's always the one girl who seems to be running in heels and trips in the grass, and yeah, 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 that whole trope. Yeah. Uh, she the one who didn't come prepared. Yeah. No, there's she has to stay an extra two weeks. 
brought, well, either that brings the wrong shoes or suddenly has to take your shoes off. Okay. You know, and maybe you'll have someone to say, well, that's, well, shoot, man, we'll just put your feet inside these sacks and wrap them up around your legs. You know, and they'll be, you know, don't go running around in bare feet. You'll cut yourself up. You know, you know, just, you just kind of wonder how clueless these people are. It's like, you know, you know, people wear moccasins in the American, you know, in American, you know, uh, uh, mid area, you know, native, the native Americans for thousands of years and they were fine. They didn't have boots, you know, but, uh, but they didn't run around barefoot either. Actually, that was more the, uh, South Americans, those guys. They do those hundred mile runs, you know. They they're they're barefoot. <laughs> I'm like, you yeah you you're, you have you have feet. The bottom of your feet are like just hard as a rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have corners because they wouldn't know if they did. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, um, these worlds. Yeah, yeah. I would be like, no, no, I'm done. Send me back. I'll I'll do outside guarded Hatsumi. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> just I no i'm i'm tired of the theme park world yeah yeah no and be like no this is what the french pats are like no no i'll i'll do penguin cleanup patrol at this point i'll feed the polar bears i don't care i'm not doing this yeah. anymore yeah. let's go ahead and lock that portal yep just, <laughs> uh, just See, because a lot of these worlds that's what they're gonna do is they're just gonna lock them up because there's just too much trouble to deal with you know they're just yeah, yeah. You know, it's like what I mean. Yeah, there's all kinds of technology here, and but you'd end up dying just trying to get it. You know, you know, like those sub subterranean, you know, earthquake producers. Okay, or you know, and the machines that, of course, that are designed to rebuild an entire city overnight. You know, either they're going to be like just nanite clouds that just pour out all over the the entire place, and shh, or they're going to be like these humongous you know, uh, transformers that just, just, you know, that would be funny too. If it turns out that all the buildings are actually transformers and they just, you know, and they break apart, they just put themselves back together again and hunker down again. I'm imagining like if you go to universal studios and and you get on like the the disaster ride they have there and, you know, things are just falling down and it looks like it's all crumbling to pieces and then the ride's over. And if you sit there and watch it, they just all fold back up like yeah, nothing happened. They're all, they ride. all fall apart and they're like hinged. So yeah, yeah, it looks like it collapsed and then just wires bring it back up. And you're like, wait yeah, a minute. Steep, or, or they have little pressure plates that they just push it back. Where it fell down, it just pushes itself back up. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. The the uh, the train car that was that originally was flat, now it's on its side, uh, on like a 40... 30 degree angle now cranks itself back up into vertical again. So yeah, I, I've been on that ride. I know know exactly what you're talking about. You know, it, yeah. it does exactly like that. It's just like at the end, it, it, and, and they'll go to say, okay, that's the take, reset. You know, and and you and you hear you hear the sound of construction people in the background call, and uh, calling out and stuff like that and various things like wardrobe and the, and the parts <laughs> are all the way back. And then at which point they then open the doors and let you leave the other side away from what you were looking at and follow it out and you're out at the end of the ride. So yeah, it's uh. but you know, I mean, super science can provide some really, really in, uh, interesting you know, disasters. Like, you know, for example, uh, you know, giant, giant monsters, you know, things that we know are a, a violation of the inverse square law. But if you're making them out of super, you know, super strong materials that, you know, kind of ignore that story, or they have built in anti-gravity generators and such, you can literally have 300 foot tall 
you know, uh, Godzilla's, you know, and maybe Godzilla's programmed to know where all the people are and basically breathe his, you know, atomic fire, you know, uh, right next to you. So like buildings are exploding and bursting into flames around you and, and you're never, and miraculously you're never hit. Okay. Or at least except by secondary collateral damage. So, you know, that can happen a lot. Uh, and that's that's the beautiful thing about where they're trying to scare you is is that they're trying to get as close to you as possible without actually hurting you, which is where that whole well, thousand years later, how's the rain? Is it, you know have their 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 um, have their optics gotten a little scratched over time or something? You know, uh, or and and sometimes it's just like sometimes there's as you said there's going to be the uh, um, you sign the waiver. You might get hurt a little bit, but the you know the robots will come in and and pick you up and take you off to a dock box and fit, run you through it. And, and an hour and ten minutes to an hour later, you're in perfect shape again. But those things aren't actually in operation anymore. Yeah, the people that, the people that left the world because it was too dangerous to get on the fringe paths and get back to other worlds through the fringe system. Uh, would, would have taken things like dock boxes and such with them in case they ran into trouble, warfare, and other things on the way. Oh, yeah. So they stripped all those really super useful things from the world in which you're on, and, you know, and, and so the system can't provide those services anymore. So, yeah. All right, Jonathan, more ideas? And that's all I had in, in my head as we were coming up with this. I was wondering if you guys had any ideas of yourself, okay. any other possible sources of of theme parks gone rogue well you know we've got well there's always the possibility uh, that there are people who have take who have come to this world intentionally taking it over to make it the the horror it's supposed to be uh, yeah you know i mean a thousand years is a long time for people to you know come in and 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 you know, and, and, and maybe there's, you know, some of the people basically said, you know, I'm playing the part of a raider. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm just going to be a raider. You know, we're, we're going to go and, and, and absorb the raider culture. And, and that's who we are now. And and anybody that, that who tre- trespasses into their area, they, they treat them like a proper raider would. You know, and it's not under anybody's supervision. It's literally the culture that exists now. But it's a culture that you recognize and you're like, well, that's just a little too on point, don't you think? And the answer is, yes, it is, because it's it was based upon uh, a fiction that essentially became law, became the history of this people. And now those are the traditions they're carrying on down through the ages. So, yeah, if you know them well enough, this is where being uh, what genre savvy yeah. you know, can really could help you mm-hmm. out because then you know, well, if this is true, then that means that, you know, because you might maybe you played that video game. <laughs> Okay, or maybe you've read, you know, you, you're familiar with that culture, the lies about that culture that they used to scare people into sending their young men and women into wars that were actually wars of acquisition of of land, you know, oh, you know the the, the the lies the the British told about the Zulu, you know, or the uh, the Bedouin or uh, you know the Yellow Peril, yeah, as we, as we refer to them and, and such, you know, those. If you if you create you, you take that culture as it was described and you actually make a world showing off the, the the silliness of these 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 things, but people actually ended up taking it on for real, then you've got some really crazy juxtapositions going on. I uh, uh, in one of the adventures I did the 
the, the literally uh, people up in uh, Redmond, Washington, it was it was the cult of the bill where everybody had themselves surgically changed to look like Bill Gates. Oh, and, and they all worship the last remaining operational AT computer because oh, you know, it was and and they were kept waiting for it for the voice of Bill to come out of that little speaker that you know, <laughs> that was on there and 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 tell and and make their proclamations. But of course, you know the, the powers that be actually do how to program the 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 thing enough so it could make the proclamations they wanted it to make. But the people at large who weren't part of the uh, of the uh, uh, priesthood, they were all, uh, you know, ah, oh, yes, the the voice of Bill. He's kept us safe all the years because, of course, it's you know, no, none of the bombs that landed during the great unpleasantness, you know, uh, landed on these uh, uh, on Redmond, Washington. So why I don't remember, but uh, that was all part of the part of the thing. And they they ended up having to uh, uh, give them a better version of the AT <laughs> in order to get. You know that 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 uh, operated correctly. You know, so uh, it had like virusware and software and passwords and all the things that uh, you know that, that that did exist or maybe weren't implemented. I don't know. It's been too long. Uh, but anyways, that was. You can have all kinds of weird cultures that are the result of these points, these these little you know things that are considered to be a funny story. You know, let me tell you this tale about uh, uh, but, uh, uh, Pecos Bill or you know. Um, uh, a Paul Bunyan. I mean, can you imagine a world that's based on Paul Bunyan? They could do it, uh, and maybe yeah, Paul, yeah. And maybe and maybe the great great blue ox is uh, is a little feety. <laughs> Isn't so careful with his feet, you know? And maybe Paul Bunyan is 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 a, is a you know, uh, sees uh, you know has become an eco terrorist or something. Who knows? You know, it's, anything's possible. The thing that reminds kind of okay, I'm bringing this up. Uh, you guys remember the old show Sliders, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. it was the one <laughs> where the, that was the show I was complaining about, where they always seem to be arriving just at the credit at the critical point of history. Yeah, and the one of them was they were in the Burger Wars world, where you knew full well. I mean, there was a clown. And there was a king. They looked nothing like Ronald McDonald and Burger King, but you didn't need the clue by for to know that that's what they were imitating. And apparently these people were dressed up and it was just open warfare in an alley and stuff. And they're, you know, Quinn's trying to get the, 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 the timer to get the next grab portal, you know. And I'm just, yeah, yeah. Or what? what's the one phrase? How is it that we get five minutes in Fiji and four days in Psychoville? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they they were that was always a problem for them in that show. That yeah, they, they they you know they would always end up on the uh, the boring worlds. They got to stay the longest, and and the worlds that were really dangerous, they stayed too too long. But they every time they found a nice place, they had to leave almost immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, that's uh, that was the shtick. But of course, you know it's it's a television show. You know nobody wants to see you laying around the beach for an hour. Not unless it's a bikini episode. Well, we 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 all we all uh, we already did the 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 uh, the beach episode uh, uh, episode <laughs> a while back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, it's, it's, we we talked about how how to how we'd have to make it challenging. But the main reason to have that episode is for character development. So you know that's and and that's a good thing. But you know. It's it's not dramatically it's not very good. If that's what you're there to do, if you're there to kick butt, take names, you know, kill Meller, whatever, then that's the wrong episode for you. Yeah. So, but if you want to basically 
talk about all the things about your character that you never got a chance to talk about because it's never come up. This is a great episode for you to basically sit around and tell tell stories and 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 make connections, you know, and develop your character. So yeah, and and some of these horror shows, I mean, these things like this can also be like like that where you suddenly like you know. Especially the one where it has your worst fears. It's acting. It's like I didn't know you had a thing about you know cherry red lipstick. <laughs> she says, "Oh yeah." He says, "I had a great aunt. She always she, it was, it was put it on, and it, and she make make these big kissies on me." And I'm like, "Ah!" I was only four years old, but I didn't. It wouldn't come off either. It was like you know wax. You know, and, and all the other kids made fun of me and things like that. Meanwhile, you, you have these hordes of spider-like critters with big red kissy lips on them coming. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why is this happening? It's because it's, you know, your greatest fear, you know. Yeah, all all your embarrassing fears. I mean, we all, you know, our worst fears are the embarrassing fears. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But again, that's that's where the GM has, it has to talk to the players before the game and Really say, okay, what are your phobias? What are all these things like that? They're like, why do you want to know? And said, because I want to write an adventure where we bring that stuff out and it'd be fun. It's like, I don't think so. <laughs> so it's 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 hard. It's hard to, to get players to do that. So, uh, but good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's great when when it happens. It's it really helps a lot. It makes characters much more relatable when you know that there's some things going on with us. So just and if nothing else, it's funny when you go, that's why you're so messed up in the head. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That explains that. Oh, Shut it, up. It's, yeah. easy for, it's easy for you to talk, you know, Mr., you know, how come my head is covered with slime? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? That's a thinly veiled euphemism, isn't it? It's like, yeah. It's like I fell into I was I was a teenager and I fell into the McSlurry machine when I was trying to clean it and the damn thing was was out of commission for the rest of the summer and everybody blamed me. So that's yes, that's that that was Oh, so that's slurry. why they that's why they yeah. called you Frosty. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Boy, for someone who's so frosty, you're awfully hot tempered. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's cocking his gun. They wouldn't convict me. Yeah. <laughs> we, will have no, we will have no more discussion of this. Yeah. Not one word. No one else will know. Yeah. You just disappear. No yep. one else yeah. will know. Yep, that's right. <laughs> well, as I told my campers one time, he says, yeah, you could call your parents, but it'll be too late for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was very tired with these particular campers, by the way. <laughs> they, they were all from the inner city of New York. You know, I'm not saying I'm proud of it. I'm just saying is that these were, this was a tough crowd. It's like, you know, scare it, you know, uh, uh, getting them to do what you wanted to do and not getting them to drive you crazy was, you know, definitely, we, we, we needed Prozac, you know, uh, <laughs> issue to us counselors because, you know, they were, they were monster kids, you know. Especially the ones that started off sweet, and then halfway through is you know it's like they went off their meds, and they just went they suddenly went berserk and started being the monster kids. And you're like, what is wrong? You were so we were having such a good time. Like, I want to go home. <laughs> okay, let's take you down to the office. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And now the old anyway. Alan Sherman song is in my head. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, so uh, 
why don't you take us out, uh, Jonathan? All right. So we hope that between this episode and, and the, the previous one about the theme park worlds and this new one about how they could go so horribly, horribly wrong or go horribly, horribly right in just the right ways. Um, we've given you some ideas for ways to bring some just true scare into your uh your campaign and 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 really make them think twice about you know walking into abandoned looking theme parks or theme park worlds um but if you have any ideas um or you have any comments of course comment on our facebook fans of gaming on the frontier or on the uh fringeworthy uh rpg fans rpg fans yep um and also you know leave a comment on itunes we are still on itunes correct and 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 then Podbean itself uh leave comments let us know how you know some other ideas you've had or how you've used some of some of the horrifically wrong theme parks in your game um and then we'll have more for you next week but you'll have to wait until then this is bruce sheffer saying there are a million million worlds out there So go explore them. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Gaming on the Frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts. It is released under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. No commercial reproduction and any use of any element of the podcast must be attributed to the Gaming on the Frontier podcast. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org colon 8027.